Well, let's go ahead and start, ladies. I'll open this up with a prayer. <sighs> Taking a nice deep breath and placing my hand on my heart. So grateful and so thankful to be the two or more gathered today in the name and nature of love. So grateful and so thankful to join together, transcending time and space using technology to remember our wholeness, our oneness with all of creation. We ask over this next hour that all that we share and all the insights and healing that happens, we call it forth, visible, with gentleness, kindness, and compassion. And we share the benefits with everyone who will listen and everyone because we remember that we are all one. One mind, one heart, one spirit. We let it be. We know it's done and so it is, amen. So Sean's our newest member. Really? You're just, just now doing the spiritual counseling? Yep. Today's my first day in the community. Oh, welcome. Well, technically Friday was your first day, but with our call. Community call, you're right. But our call with so Jennifer. Both at the same time, or is that because we were still doing the November one? Yes, Friday was uh, the November one since, uh, no, the November one fell during the retreat. Mm -hmm. Sean just finished up the intensive uh, last Tuesday, and so she joined the program, and we have a few other people who will be joining from the intensive, so. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to see you, Dina. Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I um, kind of dropped out of the counseling uh, when Doug was sick and didn't have really a lot of time to put into it. Then um, have been trying to get back in, but you know, I'm trying to figure out my commitment, what's happening, because I've changed a lot since the intensive in the early days. Um, so, you know, tonight we had our grief meeting and there was a lady who popped on, not because she had lost anybody, but she was just in deep grief over personal things. And, and as I was listening to her, I realized that she was having inner child, you know, the, just a really strong inner child reaction. And um, it wasn't real, the grief, the grief meeting wasn't the right platform for her, but we did, you know, we did what we could. And it triggered a couple other people who, you know how people get, they sort of get territorial about what happens. You know, it's not so much about, you know, let's put down the rules for a moment and just help someone who's suffering. It's, you know, well, this isn't what we do here. But it sort of, I have to say that it rekindled my love of inner child work and how much inner child work, how powerful it was for me over the, these many years. So in helping this one lady to redirect her, I'm, I'm finding, kind of finding my way back to some things. And I'm just... So I'm thinking about whether, you know, maybe I'll, I can bring that into this program. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to redefine. The other thing I love doing are the activation sessions. You know, I had um, personally 
I guess that was my fourth one I did this year with uh, Kel. And it, it was so, it's where I learned, really truly learned that I can manifest from deep desire. And it does require some things, you know, some, all that prep work Jennifer did with us was just so helped to sweep away some things. And so, you know, there, so there are parts of this, of this spiritual counseling that fit me and parts that don't. So I'm just trying to figure out and recoup where I stand with all that. Okay. I think that sounds good in terms of you just really looking at what you'd like and what you desire. And I am doing one-on-ones with people. So I'd love to schedule that with you and see where you're at. Um, I did notice that the three-year mark was coming up and that's... um, you know, that isn't a, a hard and fast rule. It simply is. Then we reach out to Jennifer and say, you know, what. And I had the- asked uh, Linda, because I just assumed that I had passed everything. <clears throat> and Linda said, no, you know, you can come back in and finish your stuff. Um, I'm having a hard time, though, getting back into the swing of it. Well, I'm hoping that with our new people in, Mm -hmm. Um, And one year, one of the people that I am thinking about that would really be helpful um, to help mentor. Um, I know you've done study buddy groups as well. And that is a subject that came up when I was talking to Jennifer today is really the spiritual counselors having their own study buddy group to really get through the books. And I think that really establishing that and working with that will also help, um, you know, our new people, because frankly, what I'd really love to see is that when you begin the spiritual counseling program, that you feel so supported and so connected that there aren't any periods where you feel kind of lost and you're trying to figure things out. Yeah, Um, and I just, I wonder if, you know, if maybe to talk about whether, because I do a lot of stuff like the grief, the grief work and um, and I'm reaching out. I don't know if any of you, do you, Sean, you may remember Debbie Dexter. I don't know if any of you remember her. She was, Jennifer is one of her very first students. Oh, really? And, yeah. And they, she told me that it was like in LA or wherever it was that all this first opened up and they were in her living room. She was one of many mm-hmm. people, I guess, in the living room and it was so impactful to her. So, so about the time that I was having a lot of inner child or and just began to identify what it was, she was offering to people free, like free. She's a Pathways of Light minister. And, and thank, to thank Jennifer for this, the power of what transformed in her. And, um, and I took to, it was like a 12-week series as a workbook, and we talked on the phone, and I, it just like, oh my goodness, it was just oh, so, um, it made so much sense. It was so helpful. So she recruited me to help. We started a Zoom group and some other of Jennifer's. I was, you know, so excited talking about it to people. So there were three or four other people and I helped her facilitate. And then they all kind of died down and it's been several years. The girl on the call tonight, you know, I, I reached out to Debbie Dexter. I said, I think we have a new generation of masterful living who could really benefit, you know, and, um, and she says, sure, you know, and I'm like, do you need a helper? So maybe I haven't heard back from her, but you know, maybe that kind of thing could be integrated into the spiritual counseling. If maybe there's a certain, if we meet um, 
the criteria, but it's not just because it looks like my specialty is going to be death, grieving, and loss, and inner child. You know, I'm I'm not so great at the other stuff except for just listening and having you hear what you need to tell yourself. But as far as like how I can guide people, those are my two areas really. Well, I think it's just wonderful. And one of the things that I think we have the opportunity to really help each other with is defining <clears throat> our areas of interest and our strengths and then using our community as a springboard for developing the skills and the tools that we need to to showcase that to the world and offer that to the world and so you know one of the things that I've done in the different programs is like works in progress so if you have like a workshop topic idea or whatever you would, could present it and have an audience that's you know, willing to go through it with you. And, you know, you, if you were going to do Sundays with spirit about grief and um, <clears throat> death or uh, inner child, you know, Jennifer would be elated to support, you know, you doing that. So, you know, I do think that there are ways and, and as we come together in a study buddy sort of situation too, we can also find that, you know, there may be areas that someone has never thought of the grief and death. And then as we're doing the workbooks, those things come out. And then that's also a way to begin to pair. Yeah, and, and what I see happening for me is um, like I took Jesse Brune Haran's grief thing. He just had his three part series. And part of my reasoning was I was getting ready to step off Every Wednesday now, I'm going to be writing, you know, finishing writing and producing whatever it is, my grief. I have two grief books and whether they become screenplays or books or booklets or pamphlets or whatever, I'm going to finish them. And so, so in that aspect, like that's my personal work that's going to take time. It's not, I can't do a study buddy and do that at the same time. So, but it's still connected because I can take that back into Jennifer's you know, grief workshop. And then perhaps because I do that work, um, some of her students then would find their way to me, whether it be grief. And then we'll just have to see where I've always known my passion and advocacy for inner child. But uh, tonight I could just, it was like, whew, you know, this part of me just <laughs> like superwoman stood up and she's like, ah, da, da, you know, and I'm just like, oh, there you are. Yeah. And so, you know, but I don't know how great I am with, and the activation sessions I love, and I, but they limited us. Like I did so many of them that I, it was like that was done. There was no more points that you could get towards your certification. And then um, I did Rieko and I did several years of those mastery circles, not mastery circles, like freedom circles. And so, so much so that it was like, well, that's all you can do now you know, to get your, your certification points. So the things that I do better, I've sort of done them. And the That's things are, and then it makes sense. It's like now strengthen your way in this. And, and I do want to do that, but I'd like to do it in areas where I truly know that I have something to offer. And I, I realize that what we're, what we're taught is, you know, follow your intuition or let it be guided in a different way. And I'm totally willing to do that, but I think expertise, like you've lived it, expertise, 
um, is a good thing to bring to the table, you know, and, and you want your people to find your, you know, people who you've already walked that path a little bit, even if it's just three steps ahead and that you could help. That would, that would be more meaningful to me. So I would have to rewrite my bio. My bio is from long ago. It doesn't even show who I am today. Well, let's do that because it sounds like the things that are left for you include the actual counseling sessions to yeah, that's all finish that. Yeah. And if you re, we redo your bio and we assist you based on just even this conversation, we have a better idea of what you're about. And then as other people come to other counselors, they can also refer and say, oh, okay, this is grief. This, we're going to send you to Dina because we know she's an expert. So and just- then I can also, like, if I know that somebody is, has something um, that if, even if they come to me for grief or inner child, like, you know, I know people that are way further along than I am. And if that needs to be a reference to be made, it can. That's what I'm trying to do for the lady tonight. She needs the big, she needs the big guns right now. And you're very well suited to assess that. And so I think that there is, and these are, again, of course, you're going to follow you and your intuition, but exactly what you're saying, incorporating, you know, what's left in the spiritual counseling program with what your expertise and your desire and the place you would like to really expand and doing more counseling in grief and death and all of those things will also may also be helpful for you in terms of really refining your niche. We talked a little bit about that um, on Friday with mm-hmm. all with Jennifer and she's really encouraging us to create our niche to be very specific and when we do that as well she refers clients to us too and so you know it could be that in doing the counseling and the rest of the requirements um you have this opportunity to really integrate it into the things that you want to do, like your writing and, you know, learning and also sharing as the teacher that you are. So. Yeah. And the workbooks, I mean, you make a good point about the, that's originally why I volunteered for that study buddy to run it. Cause I actually thought it was with other spiritual counselors that we would help support each other in finishing our notebooks, but it ended up being for, first year students. And it was, it was great. You know, I didn't mind it at all, but then the timing of it, they had moved, it was Australians mostly. And the time was just, it eventually didn't work out for me at all. Though I loved, I loved the opportunity. Plus they didn't actually, they weren't very committed to it. One guy was, he was super committed. And for him, I would have, I didn't care if it was just one person because he was just such a tremendous, such an insightful young man. And it was just a real, really a pleasure to have, to see his sharp mind at work and how he was trying to work through everything. But, um, you know, I, I would, I think my preference would be to be with a group of um, spiritual counselors trying to finish their Right. Because, and to, you know, exactly. work that way. Because the commitment and the priority of getting it done, right. you know, and the level of sharing and expansion between us yeah that will be on a different level and I think that that would be helpful I'm 
struggling my last little bits to finish up and I just know how much easier it would have been when I began doing the workbooks I had a great study buddy who was not in the program who's not in spiritual counseling program but she and I were really committed and we met and we did things and we checked in and we were really good accountability partners and you know then she went off and had a baby and all that good stuff so um, (laughs) and we're still so close but life you know has taken us but yeah really to me the workbooks and doing that deep inner work has been and I have seen with other people too that that has been a barrier to finishing in a timely manner exactly it, it really doesn't need to be if we put our resources together and our willingness together is what I found like I'd read a question and I'd be like mm, I don't even know what to say to this and then she would share what she was putting and then that would spark oh okay right something from me and then it made it so much easier yeah it would make it better if it were just really high level searching um, conversations bouncing off each other with really committed people who whose time is precious because that's kind of what's happening. Yes. You know, the more you do, um, and the, and it's funny because the more the more my activation session is unfolds, it's like uh, the busier I am, and the more things are refining. It's like life is unfolding, and I'm having to choose what is it that no longer serves this. So I'm having to be really picky and choosy. Absolutely. Oh, and I most definitely understand that. <laughs> it's, made, uh, it's made some people angry though. You know, I, I've, you know, cause I used to be a person that showed up for everything. I was always at everything could be counted on, you know, it was always up in everything. And then suddenly I didn't have much of a presence, but just the one, the, the presence that I selected that, you know, was was helping support other things. And um, somebody called me out on it the other day in a meeting, right in the middle of the meeting. (laughs) I love love her to death. So I said, no, she's like, I think you're going to get really mad at me. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm not mad. Let's talk afterwards. You know, then I had to share some, some things with her about shifting priorities and, you know, but it, and it's the unfolding of the activation session that's leading me away from certain things and toward others. So so I'm having that. So with this, I'm having to look, well, how do I, do I walk away from this? Can I commit? Can I do it? What would I, you know, how can I refine it so that I can mix things together and it's more powerful and more meaningful and promotes the whole picture? Well, absolutely. And that is what I'd like to find out in, you know, on my one-on-ones is, you know, what are the perceived barriers and what is the support and the assistance that we could provide to make this a meaningful, um, a meaningful experience? Because I mean, the work you've done in this community, you said it yourself, you're like, I'm a different person. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a different person. And um, well, you know, when I say different person, I'm, I'm an authentic person, right? Before it was more the ego blocking and, you know, the all that wild stuff that we all go through spiritual bypass, the 
all the stuff you think egotization of spiritual uh, yeah egotization spiritualization of the ego yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's almost like they, these are you know how there's a grief you've got your grief process mm-hmm. it's almost like you've got your awakening process too. Mm-hmm. and you're like i've done it and no, no that's just nope. your, uh, spiritualization exactly of the ego. yeah exactly and you know I'm I'm really interested in writing too and that's something I haven't been I intended to be very diligent about setting the boundaries so I can do that I didn't really anticipate taking a job and being in the ministry um and I I am finding I love that 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 was never in my consciousness as a as a possibility but I find I'm finding that I really really am enjoying that but as especially as I've been doing the crown chakra work you know and it's asking like what are the gifts and talents you're not using and what has spirit been asking you to do that you haven't really you know put everything into and so you know I'm very interested if if you in writing and having sort of a discipline, I, I have a writing partner, but in recent months, it, we haven't been able to meet weekly. And so just having that, like, what are you writing, you know, or just knowing I was going to meet with them, like, that made me put something down and just given the practice and that discipline. Well, yeah, and there's something to be said about that, a writer's group, for those of us who are writers and try to produce spiritual quality writings to put out there that maybe that's something that we could uh, seek together if there are other writers in the group just to keep people where are you with that maybe if people want to exchange work to read um i had Rand cooper reading some of my stuff for a while but it it was um it blew him away i mean it was like he said this he said it makes makes me uncomfortable there were like love scenes you know things like that in it <laughs> he's like but he is but it's powerful you know it, you know but you have to be not everybody you have to you know a guy yes. living in the hospital reading a love scene, i don't know that that's exactly exactly the best match but absolutely and and the time piece is like yeah like if we're not going to meet then if we're not going to be moving towards something that you know is helpful then yeah we that's not how I wish to keep and to keep that as part of our mission or vision or whatever you know to go into that you know we time we recognize that time is precious and this is what we're trying to do and so nobody gets frustrated, but at the same time, we're held accountable. We hold ourselves accountable. We help in the way we can with our limited but vast resources. Like we do have limited resources, but they're vast as well. So it's just, I think it's connecting them properly. Yes. That's how, what I see is, is connecting them so that it doesn't feel like one person is trying to do all of these things and we feel by ourselves in doing it when we could put you know the synergy yes yeah i agree so yeah well sean you you have anything you'd love to add a lot of things to share so about (laughs) about the writers group i had this idea to write a book a couple years ago but i put that aside right now because writing isn't really my strength However, I'm working on a website and one of the things on my website that I just put down yesterday was to start a blog and um, it's going to be a spiritual blog 
And it's going to be the same name that I decided to have for the book that I was creating. And so I would be interested in doing a writer's group, although I'm not going to be writing a book. No, blogs are the same. I see no difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you're ready for that, that's great. As far as um, the grief class, it's wait, really- Wait, before you go on, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So Jennifer talked again about the ministry being able to do people's website. And I've had at least two spiritual counselors who are interested in that. So website design, just like, you know, redoing your bio, um, you know, help and assistance and feedback sort of about website and how it looks, how it feels. I think that that is something that we may also, we could do for each other too. Like if, if you're designing a website and you. Yeah. And my that. website is on a different platform. It's something that I've already started a while back. And it's a little bit more robust, I believe, than the one she showed us the other day. And it's something that you could build courses on. Um, so that was really my interest in it. But I wouldn't mind if somebody took a look at, you know, the about me's and the different facets of it, especially right. how it relates to spiritual counseling. I have a website on a different platform as well, but I haven't built it and I haven't put the content in. And so Yeah, I finally built an outline. Um yesterday I spent about two hours on it it's been in my head I finally got it into onto paper and I've come to the conclusion that it's better that I get something done as opposed to waiting for it to be perfect and so I started picking out pictures and the look and the feel and I've been doing some branding and and things like that that's exciting Sean that's, yeah. I mean, I think that's big work. And it's actually kind of funny because that's the niche that I want to create for myself to do biz spiritual business um, coaching and counseling. And, and I, I haven't, I mean, I'm about one or two weeks into this, so it's all new to me, but that's what keeps coming over and over and over again. So say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we're all practicing like I noticed that for myself I got a compliment earlier from another spiritual counselor and I was like be a good, better receiver don't like downplay it be like and, yeah, and okay that's because I've been working on receiving and so thank you for bringing that to my attention because I just whoop, let it go I think we're all good for each other Sorry, go ahead. That what was the so, next so it's really funny that you showed up here, Dina, because I was thinking today that I was going to attend the grieving class. And it's not because, you know, the only grief that I've ever had, which was horrible, and I've come through to the other side now is when my mom passed away six years ago. And that's actually what brought me to Masterful Living. And um, I did a lot of grieving on that, but I don't really feel like that's one of my biggest issues. However, I've been running into people, a lot of people lately, like a really good friend of mine's mother passed away and she had the funeral on Friday and, and I, I don't really know how to interact with them. So yeah, I think it would be- That's really fascinating because a lady was on there tonight who said the same exact thing you just said. Yeah, and so, she asked for some hints on how to do how to do. So I think it would be really cool if you could maybe share something with the spiritual counselors at a minimum. And and I was thinking, would it be okay for me to go to the grief group just as an observer? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it just turned out that I didn't have the time today, but I was thinking about that. And I will tell you, though, that today was the first day. And, and we're a powerful group of these four women. I, I have no idea how I lucked out to get with these three other women. They are a force to be reckoned with. So together, you know, we I think this group has really covered some ground. We're each different, and but it, it's interesting and very supportive of each other. But today was the first day I've seen a little controversy. Mm. So we're going to meet in, in this one. Per, it's a one particular participant that, you know, when I talk about spiritualization of the ego, she's come to that place. And I, I was trying to tell myself earlier, I'm like, you know, you, you went through that, you know what that is. And, you know, thank God she's there. And, but she tried to call me out at the end of the group because I, she felt I was paying too much attention to somebody And the, you know, she doesn't need people pay her all that attention and masterful living. And it's not good. You know, she's trying to like, yeah, put us on notice really. So when she got off, you know, the other one said, well, how do you feel about that, Dean? And I said, I'm not going to play that game. But um, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be some gaming coming up because as we deal with it. So I, I don't know exactly. So be loud and clear today. Something happened, something, I guess, you know, it's just, and we're going to meet before, we only meet once a month. And I'm up next, next month is my turn to leave. But I am going, I think we're going to meet, somebody requested that we meet, and I, and I think I'm going to bring that up, like what, we need some what to do's. I think we've just come through, we've been through some kind of honeymoon grace period, and now we've got, <laughs> we've well, got I, uh, I guess, and you just need some congruency, right? Well, there was, somebody came on new who didn't actually, her grief was not um, from the loss of a person. It was the personal, it was like personal grief. And, and we, we don't say you can't come because you don't have a loss somebody. Right. And, but these two have conflicted. And I think the one really needed support and the other felt we were paying too much attention. And it just, yeah, this stuff happens. It happens. Hey, I've been in the middle of some of it over the years. I know. Um, and then, but in all of it comes from a place of thinking we know, we think we're being guided, we think, you know, and then it's just that next, it's, you know, that part in the teacher's manual where it talks about the undoing of the, mm -hmm. of the teacher and you think you're in this more and more and more and, you know. What a beautiful growing up. <laughs> it is, and, and it was, and for me to be patient with her because part of me was you know when I got off the call I'm like you know I don't, I don't want to deal with all that stuff again mm -hmm. I don't want to be in that but then I know how to not engage in it personally but that doesn't mean I can stop it from showing up in the group so I just wanted to forewarn you <laughs> our ideal at group took a little nosedive tonight not I mean it was afterwards you would never have picked it up during it but, you know, we all, we looked at each other when she got off the call and we're like, oh, <laughs> we got a little challenge here. <laughs> uh, I'll just say people are triggered right about now. Yeah. And that, that word came up, I think, 50 times during the meeting. Trigger, yeah. trigger. And that's what this lady said. You triggered me when you apologized because the lady had had her hand up and um, and it was just hard. There was just a lot of spontaneous conversation. You know how that goes. And the person's like, but my hands, <laughs> she's like, and finally, when it was her turn and it was actually the end, there's like one minute left. And she says, you know, my hand's been up for 15 minutes. Now I was the facilitator of calling, you know, sort of making sure people were muted tonight, right? So the leader could be more free to have conversation. 
So I thought it was okay to say, you know, I apologize, that was my job. I saw your hand up and um, sorry you had to wait so long. And that's what the lady took issue with. She didn't think I should apologize. It sounds like the same version I had in my the last time around, but I don't know. I think it probably is. She's <laughs> she's kind of gotten a reputation. <laughs> she's as smart as a whip, you know, and has so much um, creativity and insight, but there's just that little edge to her. Yeah. I'm trying to be very supportive of her, and I will continue to be, but you can't let somebody come in and run ransack either, you know, whatever that is. I, I don't, so we'll probably, we'll come up with something. This is this group of ladies there. There's a lot of maturity in that group and everybody kind of has a little different perspective. So I think it'll be okay. Yeah. yeah we welcome you as an observer. And we can even point that out that you're there as an observer to learn because you're a new spiritual counselor and you want to understand grief. And I just feel like, at this, you know, as I'm growing older, there seems to be so much more death that's surrounding my life you know people are losing their parents and and their spouses and you know and, and it's also I'm an Enneagram 7 and we don't like to see people suffering I mean it's really difficult to see people suffering so I want to be able to support people that are suffering suffering Oh, you'll love our group. The, you know, one of the things that we talk about is that there is a difference in suffering and pain. pain. Yeah. <clears throat> and that pain is um, in the Course of Miracles, well, not maybe in the Course of Miracles, but people who study it have coined the term exquisite grief or exquisite pain from grief as a learning portal. Yeah. Not suffering, but exquisite pain. So it's that that love, that deep love and that sense of loss and then how it matches the um, separation from God, sort of the loss and the separation of God and how that then becomes a match or almost like a metaphor. And then you can, you can use that to dive a little deeper into that part. So yeah, I think, I think you get a lot. My, I'm gonna finish up with what is death um, in my group next week, next month. Um, there were some chapters in the back that we haven't gotten into, and Jesse was teaching from this. And I, oh, how lovely! Yeah, I was like, yeah, I got that. So, so again, Sean, to Sean's point, um, I think it would be really lovely if you would be willing to. What? Let me step back. One of the ideas for our future community calls is to have topic-specific ones. And so if you would be willing to present to our spiritual counseling community around grief and, mm -hmm. and supporting people with grief, then that would be, I, I would love to have you in a slot that we could, you know, promote that this is what we're talking about and have a group. Yeah, and um, Connie Batsell's a counselor too, right? Yes. Yeah, so she, she's got, she and I both could actually do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what it, we're looking for more opportunities and that allows, you know, you to showcase your things. And, and Kel and, talked about suicide yeah, uh, on Friday as well. So, yeah. So she, I'll have to go back. I've had trouble finding the recordings for spiritual counseling. Yeah, I, you know, I saw them and then they disappeared. And then I set up the podcast. But you know, what's odd is the podcast has the commercials. Like we had that issue with Masterful Living. I don't know if you remember a couple months ago and GJ fixed it. I know about it because I'm not Masterful Living, but I do. I had to install the podcast. Yeah. 
and it comes automatically now, like when the new episode comes up, but that's a whole nother story of things that will. We should put an asana task for GJ to fix it with the spiritual counseling podcast if people are using it. Maybe somebody could help me figure out how to find them. (laughs) Yeah, so. Because I can almost never attend them anymore because it's working from home. Um, I can steal time every now and then, but not, not all the time. Right. So I think what is going to happen is we're going to have GJ specifically work with the spiritual counselors for their tech issues. Um, and because what I'm finding is there are people having troubles navigating how to use the evaluations. And that's, yeah. it's, it's more than one person having things. And so I think it's going to be more helpful that as spiritual counselors, that with my one-on-ones and with the, I'm doing Google survey, asking support what support we need is needed and then having GJ as that resource to do um, to help one-on-ones because next year there's a thought that uh, GJ would offer tech support that people could book appointments with him um, and that masterful living people could you know pay a one-year one-time year fee and then use as much tech support as possible but bringing that into the spiritual counselors because i feel like that each person has sort of individual tech things that are challenging for them as well as just having more resources about training like that people can use on our web page because right now we don't have a lot of things that are that helpful on our web page so we have lots of opportunities to expand but I think getting tech support help also is been maybe a little bit of a barrier for some of the counselors in completing the program and completing their requirements so again we want to make sure that they are feel supported. Yeah, and one of the things about this program, like I'm, I don't have, I'm a civil servant, you know, who writes on the side. I don't, don't have a counseling business, so the chances of me of hanging my shingle in counseling are very low. So this is really for me. Mm-hmm. This is for me to learn, to listen, mainly to listen, to learn about human needs, and to bring forward um, support to the community of people who, you know, that. Um, to a community that was that's been helpful in a program to me but um at some point i I mean it's it's just not gonna it's not gonna be something that's that i know of that's gonna appear in my in my life in my business life i'm not gonna set up a website and be a counselor you know i'm just not gonna do that maybe create workshops yeah i could see myself doing um but surrounding my expertise or you know by come you know (laughs) I, I can't foresee like what happens if I can get these books and things written. I don't know what happens after that. Right. You know, that's the part I just don't really know. And some other things And my new partner who's fabulous has some um, really interesting business things that he's working on that are very spiritual in nature that, that and I wish, wish to help him to. Yeah. Wait, your new partner. Yeah. My new partner. <laughs> Are your activation session? Yeah, I know. We, oh my God, these things actually work. (laughs) We talked about it in the counseling session we had. So I, I, that's him, right? 
Yeah, that's him. And so yeah. like his children at Thanksgiving, because we we were we've been friends for four right. or five years, right. right? And hung out and had little like celebrated birthday parties. A bunch of us. There was actually my my best friend too, and two of his children. We called ourselves the book club. For many years, we'd read books and we talk or just whatever. Right. And um, so at Thanksgiving, that the kids were just they're like. They wanted to know, well, how did this actually turn around for you? How did you, how did you do this? And I've given them both activation sessions so they knew what it was. So I told them a little bit. I said, I had an activation session and I saw your dad and there he was. And it was like, oh, that's my beloved. And I'm so lucky. You know? <laughs> yeah. me. I'm like, what, what, what is, what's he doing in this activation session? And then it started, you know, that wasn't the only thing. Then I had, um, a really vivid dream that seemed like, you know, different way of dressing, different venue from a past time. And there was something like I was jealous or something happening. I walked in a room, I couldn't, something was going on, I was jealous. I left, somebody, not him, ran after me and it stayed with me all day long. And it felt like some sort of past life memory and that, that feeling of jealousy is not something that he and I had shared as friends. I didn't even know where that was coming from. So I asked him, um, he's very, very spiritual, very, he and his, his wife died about 10 years ago. They were, they had a very strong spiritual, way beyond me, both of them, but they, uh, I said, have, do, you, have you, do you have any past life memories of me? And he's like, yes, but I haven't known what to do with it in this life. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's, I'm like, would you like to tell me about it? He's like, well, it's very intimate. So then at some point during all this, I and he and I have hung out and gone places, but this time I invited him to go to a wedding with me. And I said, to be clear, I'm asking you on a date. <laughs> and then, so, I, and he was pretty quiet about it. But then after we got back to my house, I said, you know, you want to tell me your past life memory? And that's when I really, he's like, yeah. I said, you know, this is a date. And he's like, yes, I know that. Like he finally admitted, yes, I know that. <laughs> And then he's, then as we were, as we worked through some of the stuff and I said, well, how do you feel about me in this life? <laughs> Yay for you, Dina. He's like, well, I don't know what kind of boyfriend I'd make it. But then he, then from there, he just like, you know, opened all the doors running and everything. But um, yeah, it's, but really it did. It was born in the activation session. Right. I, I am aware of that. So I am so excited for you. I'm so joyous and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's um, to, to have somebody who's got that, has done that much self work, you know, you don't find many men like that. He's really done his work and I love his children. I really love them. And it's not like they don't, where you're taking our mom's place. You know, it's not like that at all. They're just really happy for, for me to be there with their dad so that's that's really yeah but it's also cut so my weekends are with him I mean that's what we stop all the work he's an activist so he puts that down and I put my stuff down and then the weekends are for us to relationship and that's important again it's choosing where you put your time and tension you know that's where your treasure is your heart so and that's actually of a benefit so that what you do, you are fully there and you are giving 
a hundred percent as opposed to filling your life with stuff right. and feeling the energy drain. So yay and kudos for you, Dina. And, you know, and he had been working at, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with pipelines, the pipelines that were coming through Virginia and North Carolina. So he was, he was working with, um, the legal system to, as an advocate, to try to, he was doing some of the amicus briefs and things like that, trying to, trying to stop that as a, as a utility expert, because that was the field he used to work in. So um, that took a lot of time, a lot of time. But luckily, a couple of months ago, the pipeline folded. They gave up. So that freedom of, so everything sort of came to timing of things. Otherwise, he wouldn't probably have had time for me. Amazing. Divine timing. It's not lost on me that there's a lot of divine timing here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I, you know, that kind of maturity of having gone through Jennifer's program and some of her specific things. To be able to be aware and see those things. And to bring that to people who maybe are newly coming in and trying to make their way through things. Absolutely. So, Sean, you had more to share because I, I see our time is uh, passing quite enjoyably. But sorry. Yes, to- the other thing I wanted to share was activation sessions. You know, I think I've only had one activation session on myself, and I think it was with a brand new student when the program first began. So, I really know nothing about activation sessions. You mentioned that. Jennifer, somebody did a video, there was a video on it or something? So no, um, I can help you with that. So what Dina's referring to is there is a podcast and at the very end, Jennifer spends about 10 to 15 minutes on activation sessions. And Dina spoke on there, Cal spoke on there. Um, And so, and I have that podcast because I was using some of the language to put into the guidebook around activation sessions and just know for anyone now who's coming in to do activation sessions we require you to start at the beginning have a goal setting session have an activation session done by one of our most experienced counselors then you get the script and then you are um, sign me up yes and then you are allowed to do a few after a few I, um, we pull them, we review one, I review it, you review it, we come together, see what we can improve, see what's going great, and see what support we need. So we have now creating a system that's very well, so you will be supported. If you you get a chance when you do yours to do not only the um, goal setting, but the one that was powerful for me last year was... um, the sabotage series that Jennifer did, I think a six day series. Mm-hmm. So that, and then the goal setting with the activation was the mixture was just, it really dug deep. Yeah, I'm coming uh, off of um, the spiritual counseling intensive, the unworthiness, the stop playing small. So I've been like working it hard or with and- easy grace. Yes, right. And it's scheduled that way for next, for January as well, Dina. Oh, it's on the yes. Yeah. And like the first or second week of January. 
Yes, it is. So all of that would be between New Year's reboot, the self-sabotage will run in January and February, and then the goal setting and activation. So we'll have that similar format, but thanks for that testimony. So I can reference that podcast for you, but that also just brings up a topic. We have so much information in our podcast and in our um, archives, and yet it's difficult to find resources because uh, they're dated, um, but they don't have any information about what they actually are and what they contain. Well, the good thing is I'm going to start, I started to go backwards and listen to them. So maybe I can take notes. I don't know. Yeah. Great. So what I'm looking for. I started to listen to them on the podcast on my phone and then stopped in the middle and I can't go back because it doesn't have the backwards and forwards capabilities with uh, the commercials on there. Okay, so that's the what you were talking about, the yeah. asana task. So why don't you create it? <laughs> I will get one tomorrow. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm really interested I'm put in- it in your SCCP board, I guess, if you have one. Yay. Okay. Thank you. Um, is creating tags. So that when people, um, you know, just like Jennifer's podcasts, they're all searchable by topic. And so we have like so much. We had the suicide and we talked about colors and what you wear. And, exactly. You know, so okay. having tags so that people can reference what's what's happening yeah, and so moving forward, having that as part of it. And so the older ones have transcripts. And so it's going to be easier to determine that from the transcripts but this year doesn't have transcripts and so really focusing on this year but once we can do that we'll have a resource library that then people can say oh I want to know about like it came up for me because I wanted guidance on couples counseling and so you know I was like okay we have four (laughs) years worth of archives but (laughs) Like I have to go through four years to find, you know, when she might've talked about it, but then there's a, a particular episode now where the whole thing, she, she spent an hour on everything about couples counseling. And so being able to notate that so we can reference it. So. Arva, um, going forward, what is a, what would you recommend I do? Having listened to my concerns and wishes and all that what would you recommend I do recommend that we have our one-on-one and um, we'll tune into intuition and we will uh, think my sense is that with an understanding of all the pieces and parts and you having all the information like just kind of really knowing what's left for you um, that you can take that in and make a really clear decision with spirit. Like I have no doubt about that. So, and you'll set those, this is, so this is something you're doing with all the counselors in your new role. Okay. Yes. And you see, so you work for the ministry now. I do. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Nice. I'm the new spiritual counseling certification program champion. Um, but I'm part of the community care support team for the ministry. So yeah, I'm admin now. 
Yeah. Lucky for the ministry. Oh, you're <laughs> sweet. Thank you. <laughs> like I said, I was just like, how did I get here? <laughs> this is definitely not in my radar. So, but I, I am enjoying it. And um, yeah, I definitely want to support anyone and everyone in the program. And Jennifer does too. I mean, in the scheme of things, it's not a personal thing if someone chooses not to continue on with the certification she wants oh, of to course just, not no right. but it but it sometimes it can fall off the radar if you know because it's there's a lot going on so that's yeah. our goal to make sure that it doesn't fall off right. the radar anymore well excellent excellent and sean I look, I look forward to seeing you at grief group and maybe exchanging sessions with you absolutely uh, i'm around all the time now so I struggle for time now, but I can squeeze some things in. Well, now that I work for, for God, Inc., my life has changed. <laughs> yeah, Sean has an oh, amazing... How did you pull that off? Did you retire? I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you know, COVID changed everything. And, and I've been doing a lot of work with the teams here, and, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. That's nice. Yeah, it's just um, opened up a lot of different things for me. And that was one of the reasons why I took the spiritual counseling intensive. And I don't know what it means, but here, we're, here we are. But I love it. It's really given me a different sense of purpose. That's cool. Shall we close out? Would you like to do the prayer, Dina? Certainly, I can do that. Thank you. We place our hands in our hearts and give, take a moment to appreciate and be thankful for this group of gals coming together to recommit, to redefine, to clarify our purpose and to be guided for what's best for the highest and best for the ministry ourselves, for people who might benefit from us um, and for the, our awakening purposes, the undoing of ego and um, the coming forward of our authentic selves. And we're grateful and very thankful for any and all opportunities that lead us on that road. And we're willing to lay on the altar for healing all blocks, all um, blocks to vision, to love, to insights, to anything that would prevent us from seeing specifically about spiritual counseling so that we may see clearly and know exactly what we should do, how, what we should be in this experience. And we share that benefit with all the spiritual counselors and all the counseling community. And so it is, amen. 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 Thank you, it was great. Thank you. I'll be, in, I'll be in touch and you can let okay. me know when we can get some time to go through everything. Perfect. Okay. Oh. See you guys later. Take All care. All right. Much Bye. love. Bye. Bye. You know Bye. What I'll see you tomorrow, lady. So. Bye. Bye. Well, sweet dreams. Thank you. You too. Good night. Bye.